Welcome and thank you again for listening to Menace Podman, the Picks Podcast. I'm Scott Keller and it is Wednesday, February 1st. As always, you can listen to Steve and I on the weekly podcast every Thursday. We have a brand new episode that will be recorded and published um, tomorrow evening. And you'll be able to find it on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Um, you can also find already uh, the first five episodes of our debut season. Remember, as always, you can follow us at Twitter or on Twitter at Menace Podman, where we post updates on the picks and information on the latest podcast releases. So as we started um, at the beginning of this week, we're starting to highlight a association, nonprofit, some sort of charity every day and try to donate to that. So today we're going to focus on uh, Feeding America. Uh, Feeding America is the largest hunger relief organization in the United States. Um, they support a huge network, a network of over 200 food banks and 60,000 food programs and meal programs. Um, reality is we waste billions and billions of pounds of food per year, yet millions of people still don't get the food they need. So so for just $1, um, it helps support 10 meals. Um, so like I said, if we can, if we profit some some of our bets today, you know, let's try and give a cut to Feeding America. Um, to learn more, if you'd like, you can go to feedi- feedingamerica.org or you can click the direct link that will be supplied um, in the podcast description with the to the donation page. Um, if we have money to wager, we definitely have money to donate. So we had an amazing start to the week, 16 and 5 on Monday. Yesterday we went 11 and three so that's 27 and eight of the last two days just a, a great start to this week um i sent my donation this morning over to ymca so i hope you you did as well um so let's take a quick look at last night's games and see all the honestly the great picks that we made um we'll start with the heat at the Cavs. Uh, very low scoring game uh kyle lowry was literally invisible non-existent through the whole first half but somehow he was able to pull out three rebounds in the second half to cover the over two and a half alt rebounds uh darius garland i liked over his seven and a half assist mark uh, he only had four he got in some foul trouble yet i think he had five by the end of the day or by the end of the game and uh just wasn't on the floor didn't get as many minutes even with the minutes he probably he might not have covered that seven and a half but that we'll never know, will we? So we missed on that one. Hornets at Bucks. Charlotte kept it close, actually. Charlotte kept it closer. I, as close as I thought it would be. I thought it would be very close. That's why I took Milwaukee on the money line. Um, Milwaukee started to, to pull away towards the end there. And then Charlotte came back again. So I think they ended up... They won handily by eight, nine points or so. Um, I took the over 238 and a half. That one just snuck over. It was 239 with the final uh, points. I liked Giannis for four assists and 10 rebounds. He had 34 and 18. So he crushed the rebounds. He um, he also had four assists, so he crushed the assist line. Um, there, as, there was actually an abnormal amount of rebounds in this game. There's 128 total rebounds between Charlotte and Milwaukee yesterday. Um, so hopefully you were able to profit off that yesterday. Um, also, Drew Holiday, I took over uh, five or more assists. He turned into be more a focal point of the offense and actually shooting. He had 20 field goal attempts yesterday, so the, the assists were lacking. We didn't cover that one. Pelicans at Nuggets. I like the under 236.5. 
again just snuck under there at 235 Denver I also thought was gonna win this game but I thought it was gonna be a little closer than many people imagined. the Pelicans were shooting lights out from three um, for a long time there so they did keep it close um, but Denver had a big third quarter um, and Denver was able to pull away from the win Denver minus two and a half um, worked out well for us then the Lakers and Knicks uh, this one ended up going into overtime the Lakers won this game uh, LeBron just getting closer and closer to the all-time scoring record um, there was 228 at the end of regulation so even that would have covered the over 227 and a half we had um, but obviously with overtime it went way over uh, Julius Randle uh, the way he's been playing this year he had an off game 23 12 and 5 but a five covered the three and a half alt assist I was hoping for and then Jalen Brunson killed it 37 points he was he was the star for New York um, way over the 23 I wanted him to get then the Clippers at Bulls DeMar DeRozan hit a low scoring game only 20 points we had him over 21 and a half I think a lot of people missed um that one he, he looked really good positionally and I think a lot of people on, online on Twitter different uh, different cappers had DeRozan over even his regular point mark so that was a disappointment for a lot of us um, and then uh, Vucevic I liked him over uh, 10 rebounds or more he had 23 and 14 uh, Kawhi also stood out in this game he had 33 points um, just quick uh, you know I, I saw a lot of people had I shouldn't say a lot of people I saw a few people on Twitter have the LaMelo Ball LeBron and Jokic triple double parlay which paid very very nicely um, so if you were one of those lucky people out there who actually put that one together congrats to you that was a, a nice payout before we hop into today's matchups as always remember we are not professional gamblers this podcast is just for informational purposes only and bet at your own risk and please bet responsibly all right let's hop into today's matchups um originally scheduled there were nine days for today however uh since the pistons could not get out of dallas in time uh the game in detroit has been postponed between the wizards and pistons so we only got eight. Um, we'll start with the Magic and Sixers, a rematch of a couple nights ago where the Magic upset the Sixers. In that game, this is the fourth and final meeting uh, between these two teams this year, unless they meet in the playoffs for some reason, but I assume Orlando will not be a playoff team. Um, I like the over 225.5 on this one. This one's set at 230.5, so I like that alternate. The Sixers are a 9.5 point favorite. After seeing what I saw that last game, I don't completely trust uh, the Magic or the Sixers with any type of spread like that. So I'm going to stay away from the spread, but I will take that over 225 and a half. I think uh, the Sixers, like I said uh, last last time they were on the, the schedule, they've been scoring a lot of points, offensively looking really good. The Magic have been you know, putting some things together, so I think easily we can see 226 or more. Um, Joel Embiid is game time decision again. Uh, in just other stats Orlando has covered 10 of their last 14 and Philly has been over five of their last 19 so that over uh, just Philly scoring more Orlando playing a little better again that leads towards the over for me uh the only guy I like or there's two guys that like individually one is Tobias Harris um hasn't always been consistent this year but in the past uh, the first three meetings between these teams this year 
Tobias is at 17 plus. Um, he's been over, he's been 14 or over six of the last seven games. So I'm going to take Tobias Harris 14 plus points. Franz Wagner, another guy I like in this matchup. Um, I like him over 15 and a half points. Um, basically, all but three times in the month of January has been over that mark. So Franz Wagner, 16 plus. Moving on to the Blazers at Grizzlies. Grizzlies are a five and a half point favorite over under at 239. Uh, the Grizzlies, since Steven Adams, it feels like, has been out of the lineup. I've been losing a lot of games. Um, the Blazers are Blazers are hit or miss. Uh, you don't know what you're going to get with them day in and day out. And the Blazers on the road, definitely not as good as the Blazers at home. Grizzlies, I think, turn a corner here um, and, and win again. I, I think they cover that five-and-a-half game spread, especially at home. Memphis is 13-8-1 as a home favorite. And um, as far as the over-under, uh, Memphis has been under six straight games. But a lot of those, they've been on a road streak. They've uh, on a road stretch. So I think at home, um, they score more points. But I think also working against Blazers on the road don't score as many points. So this over-under being at 239, I'm going to take an under 244.5. I, I don't think they fully get up to that 250 range or so as far as the individuals in this game jeremy grant individually lines up real well against the grizzlies um but even with that said he's only been let's see 25 points or more once out of his last 13 games so i'm going to take a little flyer here go against the green of what the position stats tell us and i'm going to go jeremy grant under uh 25 points so 24 and a half under um, John Morant rebounds. I'm going to take him over four and a half as an alt. The line's at six and a half. But again, yeah, three of his last four, he's been over four and a half. And without Steven Adams in the lineup, it just creates more ability and more opportunity for rebounds for good rebounding smaller guys like John Morant. Another guy I like, Brandon Clark. Again, I mentioned it last time that Steve mentioned him as a great pickup. And uh, with Steven Adams again out of the lineup, I do like Brandon Clark for double digit points i'm not the line is not out for his points yet but we'll see what it is when it comes closer to game time but i'll probably take him you know 10 and a half 11 and a half 12 and a half somewhere in that range nets at celtics celtics are a nine point favorites uh, over under at 224 and a half boston has not covered in six straight games but however the nets are without ben simmons and tj warren um marcus smart out for the celtics celtics at home just a better team Brooklyn, however, is 9-3 and three as an away dog against the spread. So all things considered, Brooklyn's also covered three of their last four games. All those things considered, I still like I still like Boston at home in this game. I think the Nets are just too shorthanded. However, the Nets have been doing some things to surprise us as of late and still stay competitive even without Kevin Durant. So I'm just going to cut that spread, water it down in half. I'm going to take the Celtics minus 4.5 at home. Individual guys. Nick Claxton rebounds. Last two times these, these last two times these teams have met, he's had nine and fourteen rebounds. His uh, line is at eleven and a half rebounds. I'm going to take him over ten and a half. He's been over ten and a half eight of his last nine games. Then Jason Tatum. Each two times these teams have met, he's had eleven rebounds apiece. I'm going to take him over eight and a half. I believe that is his line, and he's. He's been in double-digit rebounds, actually, four of his last five games. So the way he's rebounding the ball lately, 
Over eight and a half shouldn't be an issue. So we'll see. Over eight and a half, Tatum rebounds. Thunder are a, a six-point favorite at Houston. Houston is without Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green again. Houston's been under their last three games. OKC's been under five of their last 11. I can't do anything but go under on this game, so I'm going to take the alt under 237.5. As far as that uh, spread, the six-point spread, OKC's 0-3 is an away favorite against the spread. They haven't won yet. Um, so I'm just going to take the Thunder money line on this one, though. And then we go back to the bet that I always make, Shingun assists. His line's at 6.5 again. He's been over that pretty much every game um, recently, but I'm still going to stick with the over 4.5 alt assists. Warriors at Wolves. Warriors are 3.5 point favorite. Over under at 239. Minnesota, interesting. They've, they've been playing well, and they've been playing better defensively. And because of that, I'm going to take the under alt 244.5. I think the, the score stays down a little bit lower than what we think it's going to be. I'm also going to take the Wolves plus 6.5 as an alternative spread. Instead of the plus 3.5, I'm going to take them plus 6.5 uh, since they've been so good at home recently and defensively. Um, Golden State also 3-8 and eight against the spread as a road favorite, so that works in our favor as well. Gobert is a game-time decision. Um, and the only guy I like individually here is Anthony Edwards. I, I, I honestly, I'm not a big fan of Anthony Edwards, but his assists. He's been passing the ball lately. He's been over 3.5 assists his last seven games. And once he starts passing the ball and shoot and not taking as many shots, I think he's going to become such a better player. Um, he's got so much potential. He's gonna, he, he can become something real great in this league. Um, but I'll take him assist over three and a half um, assists, alternate assists. Then we have the Kings, seven and a half point favorite at San Antonio. San Antonio just, you know, obviously they're not winning games at all. They're not in, in a position to win games. Sacramento has been on a little bit of a slide lately. And because of that, I'm going to take the under all 249 and a half. These two teams just met not too long ago. Their last meeting, they were at 251. I don't think it's the same Kings team or Spurs team. So, I'm like I said, I'm going to take under 249 and a half. As far as the spread's concerned, Sacramento 6-2 and two is in a way favorite. Um, I, again, they're not playing well that well as of late, so I'm going to water down that spread of minus 7.5. Bring it a little bit down, I'm going to take the Kings minus 2.5 at San Antonio. Then... Domas Sabonis positionally looks great for points, but I'm going to take him for rebounds. Last time these two teams met, he had 18 rebounds. Um, but interesting enough, I'm going to take him under rebounds. I'm going to take him under 15 and a half. He's only been 16 or higher once all in the month of January. So I'm going to take him under 15 and a half rebounds. Raptors at Jazz. Jazz are a three-point favorite. 230.5 is the total points line. Utah has been under for their last five, and when they've been under, they've been playing slower-paced teams like Dallas, Brooklyn, and the Clippers. So Utah usually plays to the pace of the team that they're playing. Toronto Raptors usually play a little slower-paced, more defensive game, usually, I say. Um, so I'm going to take the under 235.5 for that reason. Then Gary Trent Jr., he's just, he's just been consistent and really good as of late. I'll take him over 15 and a half points. He's been over 15 and a half his last nine games. Then the last game, final game here, 
um, on the schedule. Hawks at Suns. Suns are one and a half point favorite over under 231 and a half. Um, each of these two teams have been over three of their last four games that they've played. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over 226 and a half. I think that I think both teams combined the way the way the Suns have been playing since Chris Paulus came back uh, has come back. Excuse me, and the Hawks offensively has just been clicking really well within the last couple weeks. So I think this one easily goes over 226 and a half. Um, as far as the spread's concerned, Phoenix is 13-8 as a home favorite, but that doesn't convince me enough with the way the Hawks can put up points. So I'm going to stay away from that. And individuals. Mikael Bridges assist. He's been over three and a half, 13 of his last 15 games. I will take him over three and a half assists. And then DeJounte Murray. He's been great lately, even though Trey Young hasn't been in the lineup. You know, he wasn't in the last game. Um, but still, Murray has been over 19 and a half, eight of his last nine games. And I think that continues against Phoenix tonight. So again, we thank you for listening to Menace Podman. And uh, remember to... If you get some winnings tonight in your bets, uh, just you know, give a little donation out to Feeding America if you can. Um, we thank iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, everybody that helps us share a podcast for everybody to hear. Um, feel free to leave a review, a message, or support a podcast if you like what you hear. Um, also remember to follow us at Menace Podman on Twitter. And that's it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. Miss Parliament.